This week's episode is all about creativity. Listen for ideas on ways you can test for creativity, foster creativity, and by all means, at least not kill creativity in your classrooms. Welcome to Six Tips and Tricks from the TOSA, a bi-weekly podcast meant to give you ideas, techniques, and strategies for the intentional use of technology in the classroom. And now here's my dad, Mike Brella. Hey, welcome back or welcome to Six Tips and Tricks from the TOSA. I'm your host, Mike Brilla, um, and it is Monday, February 15th, 2021. Hopefully you had a happy Valentine's Day, uh, maybe more romantic than mine, which involved um, doing nothing for Valentine's Day. My wife and I, uh, we don't do really anything. Um, we never really have, and I like it that way. I'm kind of lucky. Uh, so I am fresh off of a week at Pete and C, which is the Pennsylvania Education and Technology Exposition and Conference, um, where I got a ton of different ideas and resources and motivation on, on moving forward. Um, and you know what, really, what I really thought about at this this past week, this conference, um, so much of this one and any that I've been at this year has been about creativity, um, or at least being creative in ways you reach your children or your students. Um, and, and the one thing I was thinking about throughout this whole conference is that, you know, depending on how you look at this, your perspective, all this opportunity for creativity right now could be really inspiring or it could be really overwhelming, right? And this week, you know, what's inspiring me um, to continue to be inspired by the Pete and C stuff is my little guy, Gray. Um, Gray has plays travel baseball and his team has been on doing winter workouts since the new year. Uh, but because of our situation with COVID and the quarantines we had to, we had to do his first day back at practice was yesterday. Um, and he was finishing his practice yesterday and he came out to the car, talked to my wife and she asked how it went. And he said it went really well, but he said he really needs to work on bunting that he really couldn't bunt and the rest of the guys on the team could. And my wife was talking about how it's okay. He can practice. And he said, you know, mom, it's really not that big of a deal. That's why I'm coming. I come to practice to get better. These guys have all been practicing for a long time. I haven't yet. So I'll get there. And I love it. Like if we can all take that approach to life, you know, you don't compare yourself to everybody else. You compare yourself to yourself previously, right? Take that approach to teaching and about create creative, creatively trying these tools. I'm going to suggest in the next couple of minutes in here where, it's okay not to be great at it yet, but just be better than you were a couple days ago. All right, on to the tips and tricks. Now, my first tip, and, and actually all the tips throughout this whole episode, as I kind of hit this who in the beginning, in the intro, it's all about creativity. So my first tip is actually, it's a little more work for you. And it's, it's a course through Google called the um, Inspire Creativity Through Learner Engagement. Um, and this course is meant to help you cultivate curiosity and wonder in your classrooms. From their site, I'm going to read the, the description from their site. It says, unlock unlimited creative learning opportunities, whether your students are in front of you or attending remotely. Go beyond the walls of your classroom and learn how digital tools can support creativity, promote student voice, and increase student engagement. Develop new ways to develop, deliver instruction through learning modules, digital tools while infusing creativity to support learning anywhere. 
pretty, pretty powerful stuff, right? Digital tools that can support creativity, promote student voice and increase student engagement. What more do you want in teaching, right? Create civically engaged, creative thinkers. Uh, so this is a module-based activity. It'll take you through. It gives you a whole host of resources, videos, articles, um, other teachers explaining things to you. And it's really going to help you to grow and reflect as an educator. So take some time. Check out Google's Inspire Creativity through Learner Engagement. My trick number two or tip number two is for all you QR code creators out there like me. You might love them. Um, the latest update in Chrome allows you now to create QR codes right within your Chrome browser. You don't have to have an extension anymore or go to a different website. Right? So you go to, your, you go to whatever site you want to create the code for, and you can click in the, the Omni box, the search bar up top. Um, and when you click, you'll see three icons will pop up. One says send this page to another device using Chrome, or you can send it to another device using Chrome. The middle one says QR generator, and then bookmark this tab is always there. If you click on the QR generator, you'll notice it gives you an automatic QR code complete with the Chrome Dino in the middle. Um, and if you've never played the dinosaur game when you lost Wi-Fi on Chrome, you are missing out. I found out this week that one of the teachers in my building, technology teacher, in fact, has never played it, and it's it's mind-blowing. right? So you click the little uh, QR code generator in the Omnibox. It creates a QR code there. It'll give you the website address again, and you can download the QR code. You can't copy the image address yet. Maybe that'll come later. But you can download the QR as an image and then put that wherever you like. So play around. Check out creating your own QRs um, within Google Chrome. My third tip comes from the two cyber sisters, uh, Emily Statler and Allison Keith. They host a podcast. They are virtual educators through the Agora Academy. Um, and I got to see a couple of their sessions at the PTC conference this week. Um, one about podcasting, which was great. And then another one about engaging your students virtu virtually. And it was awesome. And they gave this one simple, well, they gave a couple, but one of the really simple, specific things you can do to engage students at home is um, called the chat waterfall. And they, they talk about breaking the chat with this chat waterfall. Um, so what I did is I went ahead and I, with the permission of the, of the Cyber Sisters, I reached out to them on Twitter. I created a YouTube video uh, explaining this, the idea behind this chat waterfall, hearing from every student and engaging them in something that's simple yet silly yet um, effective. Uh, so try and try, check it out. Watch the video I created. Try your own chat waterfall and get your students to, as the Cyber Sisters would say, break the chat with your chat waterfall. All right. So my fourth tip is kind of a tip within a tip. Um, so I might be cheating a little bit on this one, but that's okay. It's um, mycreativitytype.com. And it's a, it's a way to test your own creativity. And I got this from the Google course on creativity I recommended earlier. Uh, this is an awesome activity because what it does is it asks you to answer a series of questions. You choose between one or two answers. And in the end, it will determine your creativity type. All right, so why the heck would you do this? Um, many of your own students might be like I was or maybe you are where you know you think of yourself as not the creative type. Quite often, I would always say, you know, I'm not really creative. I can't do that. I'm not creative. I can't think of those things. I'm not creative. When really what I meant was I'm not artistic. Because so many of us, we just think of creativity as an ability to draw or create new music. Uh, 
or to do like a video, but that's not it. There are a ton of different ways you can dis- you can demonstrate your creativity. And this test helps you to think about how you're creative. Um, at the end, mine was thinker, uh, known for my intellectual curiosity. I will agree with the curiosity part and the, the, the idea that I am always thinking. I don't know how much of it is um, actually intellectual, though. So that's up for argument. But check it out. Um, and it is, I think, mycreativitytype.com. And the link is in the show notes. All right, my fifth tip of the week is a my podcast recommendation, and this is a specific episode of a great podcast. I'll be, I came to it by way of recommendations from uh, AJ Bianco, who recommended first the Daily Stoic, then the Daily Dad podcast, which uh, I am a huge Ryan Holiday fan. If you've never read or listened to anything by him, he's phenomenal, and he has his Daily Stoic podcast, but then also puts out a very brief one called The Daily Dad. Now, this podcast obviously aimed at parents, specifically fathers. However, it can be applied to nearly all facets of life, but especially to teachers too. So each day, uh, Ryan gives you a brief two, three minute little tip on how to be the best parent you can possibly be. And this specific one I'm linking to um, says you can find the time. And I love this one because I think one of the things that holds so many teachers back is time. And it's not finding time as much as making time. And that's what Holiday's tip in this episode. It's all about, you know, you can find the time for the things you want to do, for the things you value, just make the time to do it. And it's the same thing with with teaching. Uh, You know, people often talk about like, oh, we don't have time to be creative in my class. You do. You just choose not to. And that's not a judgment. That's just the truth behind it, right? So if you want to try creativity, if you want to try getting your students thinking creatively in your classroom, find the time, make the time, make it a priority, value it, and you'll make that time. So check out Ryan Holiday's Daily Dad podcast called You Can Find the Time. Links in the show notes. All right, my t- final tip of the week is my video recommendation, and it's a video from Fable Vision, um, and it's called He Was Me. I came across this video at Pete and C again when I watched a keynote by the Reynolds brothers, Peter and Paul Reynolds. Um, he Was Me was written by Peter Reynolds, and it's an extremely thought-provoking really statement, critical statement about schools and about life and about how we often quote unquote, grow out of being creative. So watch this video, four or five minute video, and think about, are you helping in your class to foster that creative, curious little child inside? Or are you like Ken Robinson says, killing creativity in your students? It's a great video. I ask you to take some time and watch it and think honestly about what you're doing in your classes to help with your students and their creativity. That's it for this week's episode. Thanks for taking the time to listen, and I hope you find some of these tips and tricks for helping to foster creativity in your classroom useful and helpful. And if you do, let me know. I'd love to hear from you if you have any questions, your own thoughts or opinions, or any of your own ideas or tricks you'd like me to include in this one. Um, I feel like you know it goes without saying that creativity is obviously one of the most important aspects we can we can focus on in our education, right? Almost everything else can become automated, but to this point, AI still can't be as creative as human beings. So let's foster that creativity in our classrooms. Have a great week, everybody. 
Thanks for listening to the to the episode. And until next time, remember, don't be afraid. Try something new.